happening, you guys? That's actually me singing at the start of that um, podcast there. Welcome to Keeping Fit and Well. I'm your host, KP, who clearly has the voice of an angel. I'm just going to say that. I was actually on Songs of Praise, but I don't like to tell many people that in case they treat me differently. I am sponsored by the podcast Studio Glasgow, probably because I annoy Mark so much that he just had to sponsor me. So welcome to the episode this week, and this is all about burnout. Burnout, I hear it. I hear it a lot. I hear that word a lot. It's difficult. Are we burnt out? Like, are we actually physically, mentally burnt out? Or are we fucking scunner? Like, you scunner? That's what I do, you know, if you're Scottish and you take this big deep breath. Now, listen to the difference. So we've got this one. Right, that's a, oh, well then, deep breath, right? A, oh, well then, or oh, this one. That's a fucking scunner. I'm going to be burnt out soon. Deep breath, isn't it? So I wanted to go over this because there's a lot. And listen, I don't want you to get conned into anything. I see some things on the Instagram and stuff of people saying, avoid burnout by like buying this supplement or avoid burnout by doing this online course with me and stuff like that. I just want to make sure you're fucking clued up before you spend any money because I am somebody very cautious when it comes to money. That's why I genuinely don't like promoting too much stuff that is money spending, man. We're just fucking, we're staying alive, peeps, man. I hear inflation's crazy, but the last thing you want to be doing is buying a whole shitload of useless supplements, eh, when you've not got the foundations right. So, I mean, what is burnout? Burnout is a state of chronic, physical, and emotional exhaustion. Hmm? Often accompanied by feeling detached. It can result from long-term unresolvable job stress. I mean, yeah, personal stress, kids, kids. But, and I know this as well, because I work with both male and female. Believe it or not, actually, do you know I work with guys? I love training guys. Do you know why one of the reasons is they don't talk? It's a good fucking break. Like, birds will chat the ear off you. Guys, not interested. Women particularly can experience specific challenges that contribute to burnout. You're fucking pairing your man's socks, doing the washing, picking the kids up, the kids are sick, you're off your work, doing everything. Would you agree? I would say for the majority, yes. Some exception, no. Like, see, for example, my dad and my mum. My mum, I remember one time being up at my mum and dad's and my dad had hurt his back and he was, like, getting something out of the oven and then he was cleaning. My mum was just sitting like the fucking, like, Queen of Sheba. And I was like, ah, mum, are you not... Uh, go to help my dad because he's hurt his back, he's doing everything. She just laughed. She was like, she laughed like that kind of, <laughs> I'm the fucking queen, why would I bother doing anything? So, I mean, I'm not saying that's for everybody, but I would say mostly women. We've got the least boundaries. We kind of built in us to do everything. We're maternal, we're fucking running the ship here. And birds as well, we've got this thing where we just go, I'm going to get up and get on with it, even though I've had a fucking nine-year headache. So, I see it more so in women. Plus, not only that, our hormones are this orchestra going on. We've got a lot going on in this orchestra. One woodwind instrument, like the clarinet, is fucked. And you hear that in that orchestra. You're like, ah, something's off there, is that the clarinet? 
I also used to play the clarinet. I'm just actually revealing a lot of secrets about me. I, I think I'll call that podcast this, Things You Didn't Know About Me. Um, but you know, so we're like this symphony, this perfect orchestra when one instrument's out we're fucked so women are a bit more susceptible to burnout whereas guys can take a bit more of a pounding they're on a 24 hour clock they're a bit basic like there's not much complexity going on there and not only that the world is designed around a man i'm just going to cue that music it's a man's world right but it kind of is because work everything's designed around the 24 hour clock when us birds know that we got a 28 day clock now we've got an infrading rhythm that's not the same as the guys the guys are just 24 hours that's why i mean they're just churning 24 hours that's how they wake up morning mood up back to sleep up morning women ain't like that we are different every fucking day every day something's different so for us we are more susceptible to burnout it's a bit shy isn't it i mean what else what (laughs) What fucking else? So let's go over some of the symptoms because it can be confusing. And as well, if you are diagnosing yourself on Instagram, you've got everything. I've got everything. I can say yes to everything. As I was saying, I don't know if I was saying this in my podcast or to my members, but one of the questions for if you have ADHD was, do you do online shopping? I was like, fucking hell. Stacey, you've got... (laughs) No, but do you know what I mean? Like, yes, everyone does online shopping. I thought, wow, man, like you can just run away with yourself diagnosing it, can't you? So physical exhaustion, constant fatigue, despite sleeping, right? You could be sleeping beauty. You could be getting 12 hours uninterrupted sleep. You wake up, you're fucking shattered. How would that even be possible, right? This can also manifest as frequent headaches or muscle pain that kind of just like feeling sore, achy. Do you know that way when you are going to get the cold and you kind of have those achy joints and stuff like that it's not good that can contribute that feeling could be burnout maybe you're just not listening to your body maybe you're just getting up and going maybe you're rattling the painkillers and ignoring it emotional exhaustion it's a tough one see especially if you've got wings feeling drained daily unable to cope so that feeling of like oh my god i'm feeling just so overwhelmed all the time unable to face another day it's bleak this often leads to increased irritability and reduced patience with others short fuse um again look how hard that would be to determine that from do i have just am i coming up with my period and that's how i'm feeling or is it because i'm absolutely fucking bedraggling myself so these period pmt symptoms is exasperated and i am on the road to burnout you know, detachment and negative outlook towards one's daily tasks, lives. This may lead to isolation from friends, family, colleagues and stuff. But again, in perimenopause, when our progesterone levels are dropping, um, you can feel dissatisfied like that. And maybe even not if you're not in perimenopause and you're somebody who's not ovulating through maybe stress like this. Um, you also feel that kind of dissatisfaction with your life. But again, that's progesterone you wouldn't believe how much hormones can actually shape the landscape of your life so this is why again i stress that it's important to get a blood test to clear this up otherwise you really are pissing into the wind and do you know what i mean it's very hard to pinpoint so again on the shop on my website you can have a look at the blood tests that i offer again i'm not trying to say it get it from anyone else um i do a consultation just so you know that as well but 
you really kind of need some clarity on this stuff because it could it can all be mixed into the pot. Like, is it burnout? Is it perimenopause? Are you fucking scunnered with gym? Do you know what I mean? Reduced performance. So again, it's difficulty concentrating, a drop in productivity and lack of creativity as well. So, I mean, this is one of the things that I do find when I overwork myself. It's kind of interesting to have more creativity. You need to kind of not work like creative people will know that you need to get in a sort of state of flow and that's usually um something that kind of is more towards the fun side of things so for me actually I love to research and the podcast and all that I find that dead fun the kind of grueling like numbery things of work is not my strong point I don't find that fun see if I spend a lot of time doing stuff like that like whether it be fixing technical things or stuff in the membership I feel really drained so then I need to go away and do something kind of fun so that my creativity doesn't get stopped. Um, so you will find that ineffectiveness, lack of accomplishments, again, just feeling like your lack of achievement. Again, that's just because you're not doing all the other steps. Like So you're not getting to tick things off your to-do list, basically, and it kind of adds to that feeling of overwhelmness and that oh, I just can't get on top of this so more burnouty feels will happen health issues man like chronic stress I can't tell you will unravel your health no matter if you're shoving coffee up your arse drinking fucking bone broth meditating dipping cold water in the wheelie bins like it won't matter if chronic stress is in your life and that's daily, like I'm fucking stressed all the time, then it will unravel your health. I've seen it so many times. It's so important, man, that you learn how you're going to de-stress, how you're going to get a handle on this. You cannot just keep driving at 100 miles an hour, right? You're going to come to a corner. You're going to need to slow down. Like it's just dangerous for your health. So it won't matter what you're doing. Give yourself things like heart disease, high blood pressure, a weakened immune system as well for lots of shit going about. You might may not be able to fight it off, disease, um, weakened immune system. So chronic stress is going to lead to health issues, right? And it has to be, you have to do something about that, right? And I guess that, you know, guys do suffer from this as well. There's only like one guy Hi, Dad, that listens to this podcast. I'm like, my dad doesn't listen. But there is a couple of guys that listen to the podcast and they do experience burnout, but there's certain factors that can make it more specific to women. Do you know what I mean? So multiple roles. Women often are juggling numerous roles. Um, the caregiver, mother, employee, partner. So these all, all these overlapping responsibilities, that's what compounds stress. Like when you're just basically spinning too many plates, how would you expect not to feel stressed? You're going to need to share some of that load, would you say? Would you not say? Societal expectations can lead us to burnout, man. I feel that. I get that sometimes. I feel like if I have a day off, I'm like, oh, no. Oh, I've not done anything to do with work today. Oh, like that horrible can't switch off. If you feel under pressure, it shouldn't be like that, you know? And especially for women, look at social media pressures. Boy, did good. All this kind of thing try to have a career you've got the people on the gram who have got like 17 kids but a pure booming career and all this look at this swipe up and get this product and it does put pressure on birds and it can be overwhelming can lead to like trying to overexert yourself to try and keep up you might say hormonal fluctuations and this is where it's a real kicker for us birds as i was saying so hormonal changes throughout the 
our life or just our cycle um, can impact mood and stress resilience. So as I've said before, in perimenopause, we are less resilient to stress. That means you can't handle stress the same way as maybe you handled it in your early 30s. You just can't handle it the same. So that's important to know that when we are faced with this kind of term burnout, where are you in your hormonal life? You know, and the thing about it is, is when we're in perimenopause, it's a chaotic time for our hormones. It's a reset, but sometimes it's a chaotic time in your life period where maybe your kids are teenagers now, you're kind of dealing with that. Maybe your parents are older. Maybe you're the one that's kind of taking care of them now. And maybe your career's peaked, you know, so that kind of like 40 plus where perimenopause we're in that and then we've got all these other life things that kind of happen around that time can be almost the perfect storm for burnout as long as you're able to understand these red flags and take care of them you'll be all right but the amount of women that I work with um, don't listen to the red flags don't understand their body don't know what's going on, go to the doctors, question it, get sent away home, feel pure bleak, feel even more overwhelmed. So I'm hoping today that you might get some clarity on this, right? So here's me talking about all the symptoms. Oh, here we go. But what can I do? What can I do? Right. So let's talk about some prevention. Then I'm going to talk about what will happen if you don't prevent it. Then I'm going to talk about treatments. How's that sound? That okay for you? So this is a big one and this is a big one for health and even weight loss, fat loss and stuff like that. When I get my clients and I want to chat to them about these types of things and it's set boundaries and people are always shocked at that. How, how setting boundaries going to improve my health? It will 100% improve your health. You're, you're not really going to get anywhere if you can't set boundaries to then sort of put yourself first. You know how the whole chat, you can't pour from an empty cup? Well, See, if you've not got boundaries, you don't even have a fucking cup. Your cup has been kicked over and smashed, right? You don't have a cup. You get no boundaries. You ain't not got no cup. You can't fill it up. It's not half full. It's not half empty. It's gone. It's away. So clearly define what you can and cannot take on. I think that's absolutely fucking reasonable. Easier said than done. See if you're somebody that's a people pleaser. Dig into the reason why you're a people pleaser. Is it because deep down you feel that you're not good enough? So you need to do extra things so that you feel good enough, so that you feel, I don't know, worthy, safe, something like that. You're not lovable if you don't say yes to absolutely everything, but your partner might leave you, the kids might leave you, they might think somebody else is better than you. You need to get to the bottom of why you're people pleasing. Go back into your past and dig around there and see what could be causing that. Then what to do is work on not feeling like that, right? So that does take a bit of work. You can't just say to yourself, right, I feel worthy. It takes a wee bit of work. It takes a wee bit of impressing yourself, spending some time with yourself, building that confidence in yourself. Once you do that, you'll be able to set boundaries. If you don't do that, you'll struggle always to set boundaries because it will literally make you fucking squirm saying no to somebody, right? I will tell you, see, the first few times you do that, it will feel uncomfortable. See, after that, nothing can really honestly beat the feeling of you having inner peace. Because see, when you say yes to something that you actually want to say no to, that is also known as something called cognitive dissonance, right? Whereas your beliefs, your actions do not align. See, when you're not aligned, there is internal turmoil that will manifest itself in physical or mental not wellness within you, is that really worth it for you, for your life to not be able to say 
notice somebody just to please somebody else. And I'm going to tell you something. It fucking doesn't. They're just going to find something else to moan about. So you need to really address that. You need to set those boundaries for your health for the long term. And I will say, see if somebody says, I'm not happy with you. You're setting these boundaries to fucking better yourself. You need to also address, is that person good in your life? Because CMD that loves you, they actually want the best for you. They want to see you happy. They want to see you doing the things that's making you the best version of yourself. So again, that's something else you would need to look at. It's quite big. Listen, it's quite big. It's quite a big thing. Self-care. Now, I'm not just meaning sitting with a fucking sheet mask or brushing your hair. No. No. You need to do activities that's going to rejuvenate you. Put you in the float, you know. Like, put you first, you're top of the priority list. But again, if you're not able to set boundaries, you're not going to be able to do self-care. So you see this wee domino thing happening. So self-care, I'm thinking, you know, the membership, I say to the girls all the time, the fact that you have joined this membership is self-care. You know, it's not just I brushed my teeth and that's self-care. You know what I mean? You need to put yourself first. Because see when you're the best, right? And I and I'm like this with Stacey. See when Stacey is feeling her best, right? Loving it, loving life. Everyone benefits. See if she's not, I'm fully aware that it's fucking diabolical. It's terrible. So obviously I'm going to encourage things for her to do to get her into her flow state. What does she enjoy for fun? Because I know happy wife, happy life, kids are fine, I'm fine. If not, everyone suffer. So teach your gym that for a fucking start, but really start to work in these things. Even get the notes up on your phone, make a list of things that you even used to enjoy that you just can't really remember or make a couple of lists of things you want to try out and see, I'm going to try these things out. Maybe then I'll go and I'll enjoy it. You'll know when you're in the flow flow state when time goes so quickly that you go into the time vortex and then you're like, oh my God. God, where did the time go? Right? So that's what you need to be doing. Another thing is getting enough sleep, making sleep a priority, getting some sleep hygiene, making sure that you're actually going, do you know what? That's my fucking bedtime. See, two hours before that, I don't need to look at my phone or an hour. Don't panic, right? An hour. Maybe I'll wear the blue light glasses so that my melatonin can produce and that's the sleep hormone. Maybe I'll make a little nighttime drink, chamomile or reishi medicinal mushroom, help sleep quality. Maybe I'll do stuff like that to help improve my sleep and actually get ahead of this, you know, and put some effort in it. Because see, when you have a well rest and it's a good quality sleep, you do feel better. See, when you don't, man, you're an emotional wreck, right? And then you normally have extra caffeine. So then you're an emotional, anxious wreck. Then you usually don't sleep that night either because you've had too much caffeine. And it's that horrible cycle. So make a point of making your sleep a priority. Do that. Get up at a certain time. Most mornings, try and get up at the same time. Even try and get some daylight through the eyes in the morning because it helps set your circadian rhythm. So you're actually prepping for your sleep in the morning. So doing stuff like that. Guess what? You actually need to put some effort into your health. That's fucking pish, isn't it? Healthy diet and exercise routine. It can boost your mood. It can boost your energy levels if it's right. If it's not and you're on the road to burnout, guess what's going to speed it up? Exercise and restrictive eating. I know this because that's the thing that really was the final nail in the coffin for me, right? I was talking in the one of the episodes about OCD, how I had it. So I was already 
intrusive thoughts, kind of stress thoughts all the time. The more thoughts I was having, the more stressed I was, um, stressed with other things, stressed with work. Then too much caffeine, poor diet. Then what happens is you're not able to handle the stress. And then I was using exercise as a sort of punishment control thing. Um, and that was actually adding to my burnout more. It was just burning me out quicker. Um, so you need to get the balance with that. So see if you are suffering from these symptoms and you think, I'm fucking exhausted all the time. The last thing that you should do is get up at five in the morning and go and do a fucking hit class, right? That's not what you should do. If you're somebody that is, you need to strike a balance with exercise. It needs to be something that's going to basically boost you, not tear you down. Normally, I would be more inclined to push somebody towards strength training as opposed to doing like burpees and if I can ski and a run and something. I'd do more kind of slower, heavier movements, kind of more anabolic style training. Now, I've got a podcast on that and I think it's maybe earlier down um, in the podcast stuff so I would do something like that if not join the membership because every month I do this manage hormone fluctuations so you need to understand how your hormones influence your mood and your energy so for example after you bleed from day 7 to day 14 the follicular phase you can handle stress a bit more you can maybe pound it a bit more you can maybe take on a wee bit more bit more work do a bit more stuff then see after that when you go into the luteal phase your resting cortisol is sitting a bit higher anyway take it back a bit you know understanding if you can work with your flow to your menstrual cycle then that is the best option for you if you're perimenopausal understanding that this is autumn and we need to be careful of pushing it too much right so that's what I think you should be doing. And then see if you don't do all that. See if you don't. Then stress response system. What? So your stressors, right, by activating a part of your brain, right, leading to the release of cortisol, the primary stress hormone. So chronic stress and continuous activation of that part of your brain without adequate recovery periods can lead to dysfunction in your system, potentially causing a range of of, of problems that are going to be linked to burnout, fatigue, brain fog, reduced immune function, um, and stuff like that. Now, I remember cortisol being so high because it breaks the blood-brain barrier, so it gets into the brain, man, too much cortisol. Um, and there is a test because that's why I moved companies um, it's a saliva test to test where your cortisol is at so again that's on the shop but your cortisol being so high I remember training a client who I'd had for like 10-15 years and I was doing like crazy training under eating, dieting, dieting, dieting really hard for no reason by the way um, and I was forgetting the names of things I was forgetting the names of like a client I trained for a hundred years. Like, what the fuck's that about? And then forgetting the name of like objects, like a table. I know what a table is, but I just was like, just sit your drink on the um that thing over there. It's got legs. It's um you put stuff on it. Not a, a table. Yes, a table. And that was because my cortisol was so high. And I actually didn't know at the time that that's what it was. And I was fucking doing myself in. I was getting colds every two weeks. I was in a bad state of affairs, to be honest. But see, if you don't listen to your body, your body just shuts you down. It goes, oh, fucking hell no, I'm the boss here. So you need to be careful 
you need to be very, very careful. Again, burnout, if you're not going to listen to your body, it can lead to things like neurotransmitter imbalances. So that can cause things like, it's like these are essential chemicals for your mood regulation, your motivation, um, your cognitive function, so your thoughts. Imbalances in this can contribute to feelings of like sadness, depression, hopelessness, lack of motivation, you know. So all those things are associated with burnout. But sometimes we're just like, I don't know why I feel this way. But really, if you had a look at your lifestyle and tore it apart a wee bit and went, right, things need to change. Things need to change. Inflammation, not good. So chronic stress. So remember, inflammation is basically a fire going on inside your body. Chronic stress can lead to inflammation in the body so like you could also do a blood test for that and it'll show up um it's been linked to symptoms fatigue but also more sinister health problems you know people die from inflammation lots of disease in the body comes from inflammation disrupts your sleep so again if your central nervous system is shot to bits by this kind of burnout you will body pop about your bed wake up you know that jolty thing you do where you're like in a dream but you maybe trip up with a tray in your hand and you fucking need to get yourself a black eye like things like that like I remember when I was doing CrossFit all the time and that was my burnout phase too so CrossFit really sent me over the edge man but I would do a CrossFit workout and that night I'd be going to my bed sleeping I'd be like fucking jolting about the place like somebody was tasering me in my sleep or something do you know what I mean so you need to be careful of that so there's like loads of evidence coming out now as well with chronic stress leading to fatigue and other symptoms of that because of the impact on your my, your like muscle function. You don't want muscle deterioration. Like how many times do I tell you muscle is important? We're losing muscle as we age. We need to try and retain it. Stress is actually breaking it down for the love of fucking god so immune system dysregulation again chronic stress burnout will suppress the immune system you'll probably find that you'll be catching colds quicker and um, you're not getting rid of them the same way that's what was happening to me every two weeks i was getting the cold so you don't recover as well from illnesses and you're probably picking up everything so you can see that burnout if it is ignored, you know, it's all right feeling I'm exhausted, but you know, I'm just going to get up and get on with it, Jim. But that over time isn't good. Ignoring our body, ignoring the red flags isn't good. So what can we do? What can we do about this? Well, there's lots of things that you can do about this. Take some fucking time off. Why do you take some time off? I can't. I'm self-employed. The mortgages went up. Listen, I get it. I do get it, but you need to understand that you also need to recover to be able to perform all this stuff. And being self-employed, if that is one of your issues and why you are facing burnout, it's tough going, man. I get it. It's really hard. You look at other people who are self-employed with this sort of look in your eyes like, we know it's hard because the buck kind of stops at you. But that's when you're going to look at things like productivity and really like getting together, time blocking and even time blocking out some time to sit and read a book or something you enjoy. There has to be something that takes you away from that routine that's burning you out, that's making you feel exhausted. And it can't be more kind of hit training or exercise. So that's the first thing we need to address. We need to look at things that are going to relax you. Now, scientifically proven, meditation. I use the Headspace app. It does work. Shock horror. 
quite hard to get into. Yes, quite annoying when you can't do it straight away and be a monk in a little white robe. Also, yes, but give it time. It works. It's good. Um, relaxation techniques as well, such as like the breathing. The breathing, the deep breathing really does work because it's like switching a switch from you driving a hundred miles an hour to you then dee, 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 driving nice and slow up a country road, looking at wee lambs and all that. It'll actually swap you from fast-paced motorway to soothing countryside nice drive, right? So the breathing techniques do work. Again, take time off. Go a walk in nature. Nature makes us feel like we have space in our head. That's been proven. Once you go a walk, you have space in your head. We're also meant to take in so much greenery. Now, here's a tip as well. See if you are listening to me while you're walking. Brilliant. I love that. But even switch it off for 10 minutes and just listen to nature, listen to the fucking birds tweeting, listen to the river, listen to the trees rustling, because we are meant to be listening to the sounds of nature. Think about it when you put any of these meditation tapes on, it's the sounds of nature. It's because they actually do relax us, right? If you think about it back in ancestral times when there would be no danger, it's probably when you were sitting listening to nature. You know, so it is like a calming thing. Try and get outside, try and make a point. Listen, if you're listening to this and you live in Scotland, the weather's grim as fuck, right? But you're going to need to like embrace it. I'm not going to say when it's raining, dance in the puddles and all that. It's fucking squelchy and terrible. But you'll still feel better after a walk. I've got the girls in the membership doing a weighted walk so that we're getting a wee bit of a push just to get them out and stuff. But it's good to add a wee bit of dimension to your walk. So get out walking, that's definitely one. Listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts, finding your flow state, so finding that time when you sink into the vortex, right? Also what's good is putting magnesium flakes in the bath because magnesium is really good for your stress levels, your central nervous system. So if you can have a little bath, fucking light the candles, get a little bit of music on, put a bit of Savage Garden on, get the magnesium flakes, right? So that's my tips, but see, ultimately, you're going to need to do this yourself. You can't just be getting spoon-fed for me. I'm not doing it all the time. So let me know how you found this podcast and if you are suffering from burnout. I would really love you to come in to the membership because I do stuff like this. We've got audio lessons. It's good chat in there, mate, right? So £36 a month, that's the last time you're going to get this price because I'm going to bump it up when I get to January. Um, so I think that if you come in the now, it's less than two pounds. You will lose that down the couch or you'll spend that in shite. There's no contract. So say you come in for some reason, you're like, oh my God, I don't want to be in here. You just cancel it. Just say to me, KP, listen, that wasn't for me. And that's fine. I'm not going to hold it against you. Stacey will, she'll probably come to your house. But apart from that, I would just get yourself in the membership. It's like a fucking resource library for your health. I want to see you in there. I want to see you taking care of yourself. Goodbye, and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks so much for listening. Take care.